RadioInfluence.com. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting, what's going on now and what's soon to happen. Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping, dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen, Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's ears. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear. It's been a uh, long week, but they're all long. I got my feet in a lot of different uh, waters, and that's a good thing. It keeps me busy, um, enjoying this wonderful weather here in Tampa, Florida. If you're not here, shame on you. I'm sure you got weather where you're at, but when it cools down here, that means it's pretty damn cold uh, everywhere else in this world. So plenty to talk about. We're going to talk a little, little bit of pop culture, a little bit of sports going on in our area here, and a little bit of politics as well, because uh, politics is in our face, there's nowhere we can go, it's it's here, it's there, it's everywhere, and a lot of shit's about to hit the fan, and uh, I don't care whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, or independent, liberal, I don't really give a rat's ass, uh, but I have a funny feeling a lot of shit's about to hit the fan, and I, I've always said I don't really have a label, I know what I like, I know what I don't like. Um, I don't support anybody. I don't stand for anything. I just kind of sit back and watch and what's going on out there. And I'm watching all the different sides. And it's about to hit the fan. I'm telling you. Remember, you heard it here first. It's going to hit the fan. But before we talk about all that, let's talk about some things happening uh, right here in our neighborhood. The XFL is going to come back. The XFL has been around for, was around for one year way back when. Uh, if you remember, they try to make it. Uh, real provocative, real slutty, um, violent. That really doesn't work in this day and age. Uh, Vince McMahon, I guess, poured a bunch of money into the XFL. There's going to be eight teams with 40 players a team. Uh, Tampa is going to be one of the cities, so we're going to have games here right in Raymond James uh, in the year of 2020, in the week right after the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, hopefully the city will be all ramped up and lubricated for the uh start of the XFL. Whether I think it's going to work or not, I don't know if I'd bet my house on that. Uh, they have to figure out a way to make it a little bit different than the NFL, yet not make it too much different, because they're trying to make it uh, kind of a farm team of the NFL. So, keep your eyes open for that and see how that whole thing uh, transpires. We got a little while to wait. They don't even know, they don't even really know the, the rules. We talked to the uh, uh, commissioner, Oliver Luck, who is... Uh, uh, you know Andrew Luck's father, and uh, he's running the whole thing. And we asked him a few questions yesterday, and they don't have all the answers yet. So um, I'm sure if you guys have ideas, they'll be open. They don't even know what the teams' names are going to be. So this is how, how how young and how preliminary this whole thing is right now. Uh, you know this Kareem Hunt thing won't go away. Uh, Kareem Hunt, if you saw the video of Kareem Hunt, I went back and I watched that video over and over and over and over. I watched it quite a few times. I watched interviews with Kareem Hunt. I watched interviews with a young lady. Um, and Kareem Hunt got got, okay, because that young lady had one thing on her mind. That was to get money. I'm telling you. Because if you looked at the at the video, she really was the one in the uh, offensive stance. He was kind of trying to be cool, like, you know, get your ass out of here. She rolls up on him. I don't know what she said. Allegedly, she's using the N-word quite loosely. 
I know I don't really give a rat's ass. You shouldn't put your hands on a young lady. If you watch that video, you know, a lot of people are comparing it to Ray Rice. Now, Ray Rice balled his fist up and cold cocked a girl asleep and tried to drag her out of the elevator. That was substantially different than what happened with Kareem Hunt. He walked up, the girl got in his face, he pushed the girl. That was his first strike. That was a mistake. Then the girl came back and swung at him and hit him in the face. And that kind of lit, you know, set him off a little bit. His boys and his girls were trying to get in front. Then he pushed his boy who pushed her and pushed her down. She was on the ground. And the part that is really going to kill him in the end is him going back and kicking her. Now, kicking anybody is disgusting and it's cowardly and makes you a punk. If you watch the video, he might watch the video and go, God, that was stupid. Because he didn't really kick her to hurt her. He can't, you can't kick somebody the right way, okay? But if you look at it, it was just a stupid gesture, and it didn't make any sense, really. So Kareem Hunt, um, obviously fired from the Kansas City Chiefs, passed waivers. I don't believe the NFL is going to let anybody pick him up this year, maybe going into next year. Um, and, you know, people are so upset, mostly because their fantasy football team is ruined. Like, I really heard, literally heard people say, this has ruined my fantasy, you know, and forget about the young lady who was abused and stuff like that, but it's going to ruin my fantasy. Um, people at TMZ were getting death threats for ruining their fantasy team. Uh, y'all crazy, okay? Y'all crazy. There's crazy people out there for no reason. I'm scared of just about everybody now. Everybody out there is batshit crazy. So um, we'll see what happens with Kareem Hunt. There's nobody out there that's good enough to play in the NFL that isn't, except for Colin Kaepernick. And Colin Kaepernick still can't find a job. His name has been surfacing. Uh, you know, people are thinking, well, he's not good enough to play in the league. Well, yes, he is. When you're go- when you're going get down to Colt McCoy, and then you- when you get down to less than Colt McCoy, when you're down to Mark Sanchez, uh, I don't want anybody to tell me that Colin Kaepernick isn't good enough to play in the NFL because he certainly is. Is he going to come back? Probably not, because doesn't nobody want to deal with all that bullshit and all the stuff that comes with him and all that baggage. So I don't foresee Colin Kaepernick ever getting back into the league. Okay, guys, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about better sex. Let's talk about good sex. Uh, I am 51 years old, and uh, I like sex like everybody else, but everybody wants good sex. and Everybody thinks they're good at what they do until they get a little bit of help and they realize help is a good thing. And the help that I got was Blue Chew. You know, I've dabbled in some different things, Viagra and Cialis, and all that stuff works, but it gives me headaches and their side effects. Uh, Blue Chew is a very simple tablet you take before, about 30 minutes before sexy time. It's actually the first chewable tablet that has the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So what you got to do is go to bluechew.com and check out what they have to offer. And what they have to offer is is, is a product that, since I've been taking Blue Chew, I won't have sex without Blue Chew. It just doesn't make sense. It's just a better experience. You last longer. The feeling's better. And like I said, it's even better than Viagra and Cialis and without the side effects. So if you want to check out what Blue Chew can do for you, go to bluechew.com. And you can use a promo code Flavor, but F L A V A, and you actually get the first shipment for free. So go to bluechew.com, use a promo code Flavor. It's just $5 for shipping, and you get the first uh, shipment for free, and I guarantee you'll be happy with it. Bluechew.com, promo code Flavor.
George Bush uh, had his funeral uh, just just passed, and um, it seems like the funeral has been a week and a half. It seems like it's been real long. Um, it's been a big deal. If you saw yesterday, they had uh, the great Donald Trump and uh, Melania sit beside uh, Barack Obama and Bill Clinton and the Clintons, and, the Clintons, and uh, it's uncomfortable, awkward. I mean, that uh, who did that? Who did that? I guess they kind of had to. It's a kind of a hierarchy thing. But I think that being a president uh, is kind of like a fraternity. Like if I, if, I, if, if I meet somebody who's played in the NFL before, we kind of have a fraternity. Like, okay, bro, I, I know what you've been through. I know what you're about. Kind of shake their hand like I get you. I, it's probably the same way for presidents. But... Donald doesn't want to be part of a fraternity. He really doesn't. I mean, if you think about it, when he talks, he's not just talking about about Barack Obama, which he definitely is. I mean, he he can't he can't say nothing good about Barack Obama, but he talks about politics and generalities like everybody before me sucked, and I mean everybody. He's brought up names. He's brought up Clinton. He's brought up Bush. He's brought up a lot of people. So he doesn't really have any allies left. And when I said earlier that this shit's going to hit the fan, it's going to hit the fan, okay? And I'm going to show you how it's going to hit the fan. When I was watching news yesterday, uh, all these Mueller reports that are coming out, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's redacted so you can't see it, but this report's obviously deeper than what we know to this point from what has been exposed to this point. I'll watch CNN, and then right after that, I'll flip to Fox. And it's it's shocking to me how people can see one thing so differently. It's shocking to me because what has happened was throughout this investigation uh, by Mueller and the FBI and the DOJ against Donald Trump, what Donald Trump has done is laid the seed that all those people are against him. If you're investigating somebody, that doesn't mean you're against them. You're just trying to get to the bottom of something. But all of Donald Trump's minions now believe that FBI's bad, the DOJ's bad, Mueller is bad. Mueller is a life lifetime Republican who's never done anything wrong, okay? He was a perfect guy for, for that for that job. If you, if you would have bought a Democrat, everybody would like, oh, they're against us. But this guy was a Republican. And all he's doing is investigating, and that's it. And investigating Russian collusion. I'm going to tell you how it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. I'm going to tell you how it's going to unfold. And it's starting to unfold that way anyways. No collusion, no collusion, no collusion. How many times have we heard no collusion? In about two weeks, we're going to hear this. Okay, there was collusion. But that's not against the law. That's what's going to happen next. Because collusion isn't really against the law. Is it immoral? Is it unethical? Yep. Like, say, for instance, we're talking about Flynn, okay? Flynn, who has, you know, a high-ranked official in, in, in the United States government. If he's asked a question about Russia, whether there's collusion or whether Donald Trump was in bed with the Russians, which he was, and he says no... They weren't. Now, the Russians hear you lying. Now, the Russians have you by the balls. So now the Russians have Manafort. They have Cohen. 
they have Stone, they have Flynn, all by the balls because they're all lying. They're all lying about the, the relationship Donald Trump and United States had with Russia. So they have power over us, over us and our government. That can't be a good thing, can it? All the people around Donald Trump either pled the the fifth, which Stone did, went to jail or going to jail like Cohen and Manafort are, or ratted him out like Flynn did. But people still think that there's no collusion. But when I'm listening to, to Fox News, it's all about they're attacking Donald. They're attacking Donald. No, they're investigating. They're investigating Donald. And when you're making decisions on our country's behalf, which have to do with your personal finances, that's going to be a problem because when everybody and their dog said that the Saudis killed that Khashoggi guy, everybody, I don't want to hear, well, maybe he killed him, maybe he didn't kill him. Because what you're doing is telling the rest of the world that we don't really give a shit if somebody's doing something the wrong way as long as it benefits us. Donald's pretty much said that. Okay, well, if he killed him, well, you know, whatever. Well, they give us lots of money, which means they give him lots of money and they put it, they put it in his pocket. So this, this is going to turn out poorly because if there's an impeachment or if there's some kind of a trial for an impeachment, the Republicans are not going to let it happen. I'm telling you. It's gonna, they're going to say, Donald, you're out. And Donald's going to go, take me out. And then who's going to go after him? Who's higher than Donald Trump? He he controls everybody around him. Who that's the highest that's it can't get no higher. Have you seen the movie Gladiator when he ends up fighting the, the Emperor and you know what he did? He stabbed him first so that he so he didn't have any power. You know, that's not gonna let you pull down Donald Trump like that. It's not gonna work. And then we're gonna have a civil war. It's gonna be a war. If it hasn't started already. And it's it's a pretty darn it's a damn shame. When I see quote-unquote intelligent people speaking on two ends of a spectrum and be and being that far apart, it's that far apart. And a lot of things are coming back to bite Donald Trump. Way back when when Hillary Clinton, they were investigating you know all the emails and people were pleading the fifth. Donald Trump stood up and said, "Only the mafia pleads the fifth. He said, only the mafia pleads the fifth. So then when Stone pled the fifth, what did Donald do? He applauded him. He applauded him for not ratting him out. He dogged everybody else out and threw him under the bus, but applauded Stone for not ratting him out. So it's, it's, it's backwards. The whole thing is backwards. Donald ain't no good. Hillary ain't no good. The Democrats, way left ain't no good. Republicans way right way right ain't no good. It ain't no good. And that's who's running our country, unfortunately. Both sides suck. They really do. And both sides are becoming uh the mafia. Both sides. And where it's gonna end up is gonna be bad because that far left is not gonna sit back and that far right is not gonna allow it. They're just not and I'm going to let you go. I'm not far left. I'm not far right. I'm somewhere in the middle. But that far right, they're better than the far left. I'm telling you, they're better. And they're also more powerful right now. And it's going to hit the fan. It's unfortunate, but it's going to hit the fan. If anybody ever has questions for me, 
Uh, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. I have a couple other podcasts. I have a football podcast in the trenches and also a cannabis podcast as well. And here in the very near future, we're going to be able to uh, click right on the iHeart and uh, get these podcasts. So there's going to be a lot of different ways that you can get all these beautiful flowing podcasts. Anyways, I appreciate you guys listening in. It's been wonderful. Let's hope that I'm wrong for a lot of the things that I brought up today. And let's hope that our world um, sees the light and we all come together and it's... Uh, We can be a little bit more amorous. I'm not holding my breath, though. Everybody have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter, at Ian Beckles, and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Put the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. It's that flavor flavor. Bringing that flavor, flavor. This is a Rush the Field quick fix on Radio Influence. There was breaking news this week, and that is Urban Meyer's decision to step down as the head coach of the Ohio State University. What I wanted to ask you, was this something that was known earlier in the season? Yeah, it is. I, I, I've known Urban guys since he he was a GA at at Ohio State, and I was a young coach at LSU. We actually faced one another, and I've I've gotten really close to him, you know, for for a while. And, and just in talking to him a few times this season, I could sense that this was happening. And I, I don't think you needed to be to know him real well to know that this was coming down for a while. If you've anybody that's followed the season, anybody that has seen, well, I mean, I know the Maryland game was the most obvious one that you could see his struggles on the sideline. The health is a real issue. When they made Ryan Day the interim coach in waiting, not the interim, but he was the interim at the beginning of the year. But when they named him coach in waiting following Urban Meyer's return, that was done with the idea that this was this was going to happen at the end of the year. This was done in concert with Urban. Gene Smith, the athletic director, their relationship's still very good, not so much with the president. Um, and this is a way for Urban to kind of go out on his own terms. Um, and in a way where he's leaving his alma mater in great shape. And it's something that is important to him, too, is a lot of people in the – on the staff is going to stay there. Now there'll be some coaching changes, but a lot of the infrastructure in the staff that, that quite frankly, Ohio state doesn't look at this as they're struggling or that they needs to be changes. Scott, this is just urban needs to move on and retire due to health reasons. And, and they want to keep that together, which is why there's not this national search to hire someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They feel they got their guy. They love their guy. They feel he is a superstar. And to, and to some degree, they see this as their version of Bob Stoops handing it over to Lincoln Riley in, in Oklahoma. Rush the Field with Scott Seidenberg and Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.